1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3-10 through 10. Teach and urge these things. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. Mm. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, what a what a strong passage. He's he's mm, he's landing beautiful. the plane in this in this letter. He's he's giving there's really two more two more sections, well two including this one where Paul is going to conclude his letter. Mm-hmm. And it's a very important letter. It's a letter to this church as we've been reminded these past several days of a church that's gone astray. Mm-hmm. And Paul a addresses some of the specific issues yeah. and then he gives structure and order mm-hmm. so that the church, like you talked about the widows should do in chapter five, so that the church can demonstrate godliness mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah. So he's instructing Timothy one more time. Hey, there's a, there's a non demonstration of godliness going on and mm-hmm. you've got, you've got false teachers. You've got people that are teaching heresy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's addressing them here. So what do you see as we look through that? What really jumps out to me is Paul's just love and concern for Timothy's uh, well-being. Yeah. You know, it's this whole letter, you miss so much of the beauty of it if you miss the fatherly tones. And, you know, he's wrapping up, he's given Timothy all this instruction and he's saying that, you know, anybody who disregards these things that are in accord with the Lord Jesus and godliness, they've totally missed the point. And, you know, he's not making Timothy into this militant, hot-headed um, crusader. He, he's trying to send him as a loving shepherd to these people. But I think what he's really saying here is watch yourself too. Um, hmm. You know, like I, I, I just think that, that that warning against, you know, these these quarrelsome people and these people who are in pursuit of money. You know, we've we've learned throughout the book that a lot of the the men in the church of Ephesus have kind of turned it into their stage for public debate. A lot of the women have kind of turned it into their their fashion yeah. show, their, yep. you know, comparison center. And Paul wants Timothy to recenter, help recenter this church around the word of Christ. And it it reminds me of uh, a conversation I had with my grandfather before I moved here um, to Atlanta to work at Christ Covenant. And it already sounds like there's going to be wisdom. Oh yeah, come on. But uh, he he was in ministry for years and years, and uh, was just a part of all sorts of 
awesome moments and then like a lot of turbulent church drama yeah. and pain and he was hurt and um my family you know they they just weathered kind of what happens when you are around the church all the time for decades and his his parting like advice to me before I started working in a church was remember that you work for God amen you you submit to your pastor you submit to the people above you but you don't work for them you work for God and if that is your framework, then when things get unruly at times, yeah. you're going to be fine. And, you know, I think this is kind of how Paul is pointing Timothy. Like, just if you, you have food, you have clothing, and you have the word of Christ, and with that, you can be content. And that is the greatest gain. That is greater than any other gain that these people are going to try to reorient you towards. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going kind of Job-esque on us, and he's like, in verse 7, we brought nothing into this world. We can take nothing out of it. Yeah, yeah. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. Uh, most of us want Christ plus our prayer request. Mm. And this is a, a, a clear call that Christ is enough. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and <clears throat> these folks that he's addressing, he's, he's really kind of encouraging Timothy, hey, don't, don't be scared of the folks that are teaching loud, puffed up, coming in with all kinds of knowledge. I mean, he already wrote to the church in Corinth that knowledge puffs up, but love yeah. builds up. He's like, look, don't don't be caught off guard by those guys. Don't be bullied by by those folks. They're just in it for self profit and mm-hmm. financial profit. Yeah, and you're right. That's such a good word your grandfather gave you. I remember in a staff meeting one day mm. um, at at my old church, there's a guy named Art on staff there. Art's just this super godly, wise man. I already trust him. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, and Art one day, uh, nothing bad was asked of him. He just said, well, I'll have to pray about that. I mean, God is my boss. Mm. And it was like, should, you know, should he do this thing in ministry or that thing in ministry? And yeah. it was at the table where his bosses were. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and it was like, but so it was, good. it was so like not defiant. Mm. It was not rebellious. Yeah. It really was like, it, it actually put all of us in the right frame of mind. Amen. Yeah. You know, Paul has just told Timothy to treat the older men in the church like fathers, the That's older right. women like mothers. And, yeah, it's just a reminder, I think what the Spirit has really just pressed into my heart reading through this letter piece by piece is the the theme here is it's all about Jesus. Like That's Jesus right. has to be the center. And um, that just includes the, the very motivating factors of why do we do what we do. That's right. And, you know, to be very practical, most all of us in, in Christ's covenant are going to be listening to this with a closet full of clothes mm-hmm. and uh, and a, a refrigerator full or a a DoorDash at the ready opportunity to have mm-hmm. food. Yeah, and so we don't get an excuse to not strive for Christ is enough. Godliness, verse six, First Timothy six six. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. Amen. And I, I think we're going to have highs, we're going to have lows, we're going to have trials, we're going to be in times of plenty, times of, of want, but 
this is a theme of Paul's life. Mm-hmm. He has learned the secret of being content. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he has learned that it is enough to know the Lord and do your best to follow him. Amen. And in that, you have the fellowship of the Lord, and he, Christ is enough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And well, what a great, what a, what a great, almost complete conclusion to this book. Incredible book. So for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.